Hello, everybody. Huh. You're all muted. They can't hear you guys talking. <laughs> now you're not muted anymore. Now they can hear you. So, stop it. Zip it. Nazi punching. <laughs> yeah. No, they couldn't hear you. You guys are muted. Yes. You're safe. You're safe. Um, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's been uh, a week since we were here. We're back to Actune Cthulhu. We had some technical difficulties last week and um, had some audio issues. So you're hearing my voice in the raw, naked this week. I still haven't fixed them, but it's working. And that's all that matters. So we're back. Man, I gotta, please. Gotta put those filters back on. for Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah but we're back we're back and unfortunately we're gonna be away next week because i'm gone on vacation but we're back for one week and but we have a special surprise return uh when we do come back in two weeks after this so stay tuned for that uh but let's go around the table everybody do your introductions jeff tell us about pavel please Yes, yes, I am Pavel Voracek. I am wandering druid. I am from the Carpathian Mountains. I, uh, I I walk in people's dreams sometimes. I have a pet. I have a pet marmot named Gregor. He's right here. I'm hoping tonight we can commandeer the tank and make this beautiful this beautiful painting turn realistic. So once we take it over, we let we let Gregor drive it around. It would be very fun. I think. I think so too. Uh, Megan, tell us about Ruby, please. I I can't wait to see uh, Gregor drive the tra the tank myself. I think it'd be spectacular. Um, I play Ruby, uh, Lieutenant Ruby McKay. Uh, she hails from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, uh, where she was more than happy to uh, work as a waitress until Roger, the love of her life, walks in, swept her off her feet, and um, she followed him over to England. Uh, long story short, there was a there was a building that fell on him. He died. She woke up in a hospital um, and decided to take on uh, the role of nurse and was recruited into this uh, ragtag bunch of, uh, I'm going to call us heroes today. We are heroes. You are heroes. Yep, absolutely. And uh, here we here we see uh, where we'll be and we'll see uh, which identity uh, Ruby decides to go as. Yeah. Ruby's the hero of this tale, setting down the path to save the world in the secret war that's taking place during World War II. Ah, uh, Aaron, tell us about Leopold. Yeah, I am Leopold Brun, or my friends who call me Leo. I am a scion of a family of very powerful psychics. We are from Munich, Germany. And we fled years ago before the rise of the Nazis in our homeland. I am a powerful psychic voyeur and an inspired telepath. And I have joined forces with this crew to help ensure that the forces of Nacht Wolf and the Black Sun are thwarted in their efforts. And I too want to see Gregor drive a tank. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. All right. Admittedly, I do too. Uh, Jeremy, tell us about Jonathan, our proto-Captain America. I'm Sergeant Jonathan Morris. I'm a simple guy, you know, got gunned down, brought back with an experimental blood transfusion. You know, I soak bullets with my face. But at the end of the day, I'm just a man with a job. And that job today is to, number one, punch a tank, and then two, put Gregor in the tank. It's very straightforward. <laughs> All right. So... Very good. For those of you at home who are wondering what's going on, 
we we left off with the tank. The tank barreling at them through the desert. Panzer II flanked by three Opal Blitz uh, transport trucks. I think it was three. Uh, but before that, what we did in this session was we, we, we followed the vision that Ruby had. And they went to... The name of the place escapes me, and I don't have my notes in front of me, but... The Dreamlands of Duat. The Dreamlands of Duat. The, right, the ruins of Dendira. I do have my notes in front of me. Look at that. Uh, where you went into the Dreamland of Duat. You consumed the Red Ale, and you all slipped away into Duat. And there you faced some trials. You faced a giant snake guardian sort of thing, and it asked you your name, and and tried to see if you're lying and you all got past that and then the next trial was to sit down and play a game which leopold just amazingly just annihilated the next snake guardian at and you continued on through a few more doorways and then it led into a room with scales is that correct room of scales if i remember correctly back me up here mm -hmm. if i'm missing that is right that is correct yes yeah. And you all had to weigh something. And typically, you have to weigh your heart to 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 proceed. But uh, looking at the hieroglyphs and everything near there, you determined that uh, you had to weigh yourself. And uh, Ruby, being the one who was sent here on this journey, volunteered to climb up on the scale. Uh, and she weighed herself against that ostrich feather, similar to the one that she used on the water of the well. And the the, the, the scales balanced and the door opened to lead on. And that's when you went through a hallway of covered in the faces of the dead is that the hallway that we went through mm -hmm. next yes the faces of the dead and then there was also like these horrible monstrous creatures all over the ceiling was there not like unearthly uh, creatures from there you found your way to a shore where there were willow trees everywhere and you built a raft and you went across this water to a island that had a similar but smaller temple to the one you entered originally. You went over there, and as soon as you went over, the the lake burst into flames, and all those strange, horrible, hideous creatures you saw hanging from the ceiling of that one hallway were swimming around in the water everywhere. You spotted a couple times, I forgot to mention this, um, the blue-robed monks, or purple-robed monks. It's kind of been retconned at this point. Uh, blue robe monks they were spying on you one of them saw you and he dashed away uh you then had to face a giant snake worm multi-headed faced guardian before you could go forward and you presented um treasure that you had gained before your shield right uh, there jonathan to show you were worthy and then you were went into a temple and there was a room with four statues in it holding these these sun idols or sun statues um at various heights above their head at their waist behind their backs sit down at their feet and you had to figure out and choose the correct one because one of the ones was the artifact the item that you were there for and after some some uh, deliberating you guys figured out the right one you grabbed it you were sent whoosh, back to the world of the living and that's when you came around from the little area that you were hobbled down in and you passed out and you saw this Panzer II German tank tearing straight across the open desert towards you in your direction, flanked by the two Opal or the three Opal Blitz uh, transport vehicles, most likely filled with Noctwolf soldiers. So, 
Let's pick up. Let's pick up where we left off. What do we want to do? You guys have time. It's not right there, but you see the dust being kicked up across the desert. This thing's barreling towards you. It's not fast. The uh, the jeeps are definitely much faster. What do you want to do? You guys got time to prepare. Well, my friends, do we, do we do the unexpected and attack, or do we flee? <laughs> That's a good one. Pavel looks at Sergeant Morris like, I mean, come on. <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Well, they yes, will yes. see us coming. Element of surprise, yes. Element yes. of surprise, yeah. But then, perhaps before we go, I can do what I have done in the past and connect us metaphysically, surround us with a force of our own great strength and will to buffer us in our efforts. However, it will only last for a short time, so we must immediately engage with them once I have brought us together. Yes, yes, I can close the distance once you are done with that. I can make sure we get very, very close. One might say I could put us right on top of them, if that would be useful to you, Mr. Morris. I would love nothing better. But if we get the tank, just remember, Gregor gets to drive. I understand. I'm only going to clear it out. He gets to drive. Once we are on the tank, I believe that I have this strength of mind to pick up one of the trucks and crush it against one of the other trucks, hopefully disabling, perhaps killing most of the, the people in the tour. They will only leave one truck in the tank to disable. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, uh, can I just can I just sit here and watch this? I think it would be absolutely amazing to watch. No, you, you're coming with us. You're going to be on the tank with us, yeah? Right, right, right. Yes, yes, okay. When do we you're go? You're going to go inside with Mr. Morris, and you're going to stab them with your little knife, and they're going to die, and then it's going to be great. Right, right, and right. But we're Plus, all going to die, one of the two. I don't know. No, no, we'll be fine. The thing is, honestly, Gregor would never want to admit it, but he's going to have a little trouble reaching things, so he might have to sit in your lap to drive. That'd be so exciting. It'd be so adorable. <laughs> Vevin, I suppose we must seize the day and the moment, and I will let me focus my attention on the stand close, my friends. And I will enact inner nirvana. But I'm not going to spend any momentum, so it's just going to give us three points of cover. But remember, on your turn, every turn, you get your resilience back in stress. So, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Let's see, ah, oh. well, it succeeded with the complication. Ooh, uh, but do I'm gonna wanna... buy that complication yeah. off with threat. Yes, we don't, we don't. Need We're already dealing with a complication right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think, so, I think that's uh, best. <laughs> so I will then try to resist it with resist the drain, which I do easily. Um, so everyone has an additional three points of armor and every turn you get your resilience back in stress for five rounds. So probably four rounds after we engage the target, if we do it quickly. They feel so vigorous right now. You know, I feel like I could take on Sart. Never mind. I wasn't even going to finish. We the are sentence. tightly connected. Our, our strength and our auras are won and we will succeed now. Yes, everyone huddle up. Come on, put hand in middle. Let's go. Go team time. Let's go. 
You, yes, come on, even you. And Gregor will reach his hand out. Like, are we ready to go? They're getting close now. I can see them. Can, can I see them, Matt? I'm assuming. You can see them. So they're at extreme range right now, but you can see them. Oh, they're extreme? Okay. Yeah. If they're at extreme, uh, we have to wait till long for me to be able to use my... Then my, I would have uh, waited to uh, cast okay. that until yeah. we were in range. Sure, yeah, yeah. We can... I'm. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, you're okay. just going to sit there and wait and watch. It looks like the Opal Blitzes are keeping pace with it. They're not leaving the Panzer too alone. Okay, that's good. I'm going... I'm going to, so I'm going to spend, uh, so I'm trying to remember luck spends or fortune spends. You can spend a fortune to automatically get a crit. Is that right? Yeah, to get a yes. crit. Um, or you can spend one after the roll to re-roll as many of the dice as you want that failed. I'm going to go ahead and spend it uh, to ensure that this 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 works, and then I will spend the mo the the momentum in a few other things. So <laughs> everyone huddles together. Uh, I'm going to tap into my weird. So as you all huddle in and you put your hand in, you notice growing out of my own arms and hands, it gets all very translucent-like, and like little vines and roots begin to like burst through the skin. My face gets all very strange. Looks like you're. It's like you're looking at the tree at a certain point, and little sprouts of like leaves and such start coming out. And uh, you know you've seen this before, but technically. This means you could potentially suffer some mental stress because it's you know, you're really close now. And then I'm trying to decide. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use that two momentum okay. as well. And I'm going to yeah. So I'm gonna use one to get an extra die, and then I'm going to do one to steal myself because uh, this because I'm gonna try to boost my power on this. All right. So then. This is a mysticism. I think this is a mysticism one. Let me roll that. Um, all right. So I spent one. So uh, so I'm just gonna roll the two dice. I'm just gonna roll two dice because one of the dice is an automatic crit because I spent the the, the fortune on it. So this is the other two that I'm rolling. Okay. So there's two nice. more successes. So that's True. that momentum that I spent is back. I'm then going to use that momentum again to increase our cover even more. And so as you all, oh boy, uh, as you all kind of huddled up together, I'm like, okay, here we go. Uh, we will instantaneously disappear and then reappear right on top of the tank. Uh, and there's going to be surrounding us. There's all sorts of these different like vines and roots that are kind of helping to obscure that can be kind of brought along with us. And then let me roll cost. And you all suffer one mental stress per effect I roll on this. Uh, so this is going to be. And since I use minus one, your courage, so that's yeah, it. We're in the thick of this now. You guys are doing okay. this. Only one effect. So only is like come bursting through. Uh, that will not actually hurt me at all because I spent more extra stuff to steal myself. And we land in the middle of the tank, and oh. oh. How is my face? Is it okay? His roots begin to fall. Look kind of funny. Go. Not so much here or here, but like also Oops. here. And that, how much cover did we get from that? So that's a plus. I think, I believe it's plus. Let me, let me give you, I think it's plus three. Let me double check. Oh my gosh. So that is an additional, I'm sorry, additional plus two until the start of my next turn. Okay. Okay. My word. Okay. 
so we're in combat. I take it. We've now, yes. I'd say this is initiated combat. That wasn't mm -hmm. combat before, mm -hmm. so we haven't used turns. Because it was at such extreme range um, that nothing is hurt. So we're now in combat, so it's your guys' turn. So you're all standing on top of the Panzer II. It's rumbling. The two Opal Blitzes are, like, driving beside it. The driver from one, like, does a double take and looks over and sees you there. And you see him, like, shouting at the guy in the cab next to him. Remember, I said the, the, the backs of these things are covered. So there are most likely troops in there, but you can't see them right now, and they can't see you. But, like, a driver sees you, another passenger on the other side of the tank sees you, and they start kind of, like, pointing, shouting within the cab at one another. Well, I don't know. You want me to jump in there first, or maybe you want to hit the trucks first with your, your fancy gimmick? Uh, I'll try to. I, I guess I could try to hit the trucks first if you want me to try to take out. I mean, that so, mitigates them shooting at us. Yeah. So Leo, again, reaches out with his mind. You don't even really see anything. You just kind of feel the, the air chill around you. You know, the hairs on the back of your neck stick up. And I'm going to give you three threat, Matt, to get two extra dice. Ooh, I've thank get a you. Minimum. I got to get a minimum of three successes on this because of the scale of this. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take your threat. But. So I'm going to pick one of these up, flip it over, and slam it down onto the second one in so, theory. Scale three. So that's yep. your difficulty. Yeah, you know yep. that. We talked about before the session. Those at home, just to give you a like, rundown of the rules, uh, when you're dealing with vehicles, they have a scale rating, and each point of scale they have adds to the difficulty. So both these, all these vehicles are scale three. So that's why we're dealing with a three difficulty on these rules right now. So I'm using grasp to pick one up, flip it, and slam it down on the other. Four dice, five successes. Yes. So we get uh, two momentum back. <laughs> and I am going to spend a fortune point to make it happen. Initiating the truth that the two trucks slam together, their gas tanks burst, and the trucks fall back. Either either they're destroyed or but they're at least out of the out of out of they're no longer moving. All right. What do I think about that? I think it's pretty damn awesome. So yeah, you pick up this one screaming geyser, shouting. You see guys like leaping out of the back and they're falling because it's moving at the time and it picks up and there's momentum. They're hitting the ground. It's kind of rolling and they're hurt and they're screaming, <laughs> shouting. There's a guy like the pastor out of one has the door open. He's hanging in uh, out of the cab <laughs> and this goes up straight over and slams down to the other one and just as you roll past, a massive explosion goes off next to you, and you shield, oh, you shield your eyes from it, and you just hear screams coming from the the crater that's now in the desert where these two jeeps or two trucks slammed into each other. Um, they have clearly chosen the wrong side, I think, my friend. <laughs> uh, Ow. It's so fun hanging out with you guys. <laughs> I, I I missed it. I had a root in my eye. Could we just... Oh, man. That's so... I'm so... Okay. Did you want to spend momentum and keep the turn in your court? Or can it go over to me? I mean, should we give him a turn? No, oh, no. Screw that. <laughs> Get in there, man. Get in there. Let's go. All right. Let's spend the Let's momentum. Rip open the top. Hop in. All right, so yeah, you're gonna just like turn the uh, the the locking mechanism on the top and just open it up. 
Yeah, just open yeah. it up. And... So you open it up, and there's a German looking up at you. He's startled, and he's screaming and shouting in German. He's For those of you who know German, uh, uh, Leopold and Pavel, he's, uh, there's, there's Americans on top of us, Americans on top of us. The enemy are here, the enemy are here. He's, so he's, he's struggling to get his sidearm out as you as you fling it open. There's like two of them like squished because this it's it's not huge. Like I did show a picture. I'll show a picture again in the pants too. It's not a massive tank. It's not like a, the tiger or the uh, the panther that you'll see later in the war. These are actually quite small, um, quite small tanks that you're dealing with. Right, there's a guy sitting on top. So this thing is pretty small. You're all kind of huddled around that turret at the top. You're hanging on, like you're standing on the back and on around it, but it's not huge. One of you even maybe is sitting on in, t in front of uh, the uh, the gun on the front there. You got your legs over the the little opening, the little peak hole in the in the front. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you fling it open. One a German's just he's panicking. He's going for his sidearm. What do you do? I hit him in the face. Bam! All right. Preferably, if the if the shield can fit through with that, if not a fist, um, the shield won't fit through that, but you can definitely get your fist through there. Oh wait, I've got a sword. You do oh, have Pavel. a sword. Pablo <laughs> was feeling so hurt right there when you wouldn't stab him with the gift he got you. You do well, have. I'm sorry, it's a magic shield, man. I wanna, I wanna use no, it. No, no. Understand the shield, but the fist? Come on, you can fist anybody. I'm sorry, I can fist anybody <laughs> in the time, but today I'm stabbing. If we are in Egypt, you have Egyptian sword. How often is this opportunity going to happen? Okay, I'm, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, I'll use my talent that lets me get an extra dice on that. And then agility. Let's go. Think. Oh my god, you guys <laughs> with the crits tonight. Give yourself your momentum. Wow. You get what three momentum? It was difficulty That's... one. He was right there. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't hard to do. And he's like confined right. in tight space. You're just like punching down at like a, a helpless guy, essentially. Uh yeah, yeah so your uh, fist just comes down, sword. cracks him. Oh sword, I'm sorry, your sword. Yeah. Are you just like stabbing straight down or <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Shish kebab. Just shish kebab. If, if possible. <laughs> Like, you know what? Can I spin with his momentum? I would actually, if I did the piercing effect, it's not like it would stab into the next guy, but that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to do regular. I might put like one or two, I'll put an extra point into the damage just, just for the fun. Okay, yes, so yes. go ahead. What is your roll your damage, please, and your effects and all that good stuff? Okay. I don't think I really have any special effects. It's going to be basically just. A lot of dice. Hmm. Eight damage and three effect. What was the effect on the um on the sword? We talked about it last time. Just turn into it quickly. Uh, Saber parrying. It, it can parry, but that's just like if I'm defending myself. So for the moment, I just settle for for eight damage. Eight straight damage. Well, um, you inflict. Okay, these guys only have one injury. These are just your basic German infantry. How do you kill this this soldier who's panicking and reaching for his sidearm? Okay, I start to grab him with my hand because the shield won't go through. I see the hurt on Pavel's eyes. I say, I'm sorry. So I just grab him by the hair, take the sword out, shove it through his throat, crank it, rip the head off, hand it to Gregor. I say, I'm sorry. I hope that does. That's okay for you. 
So he just like oh, gurgles and like blood just kind of seeps out of his out of his mouth. You pull the sword back out and he slumps down on the other guy, the driver, and he's like Grr! all of a sudden the tanks are kind of veering sideways as all of a sudden this weight falls on him and he's trying to keep this thing going forward and you all kind of shudder and hold on to the tank. As good news, we have extra momentum to let Gregus start driving. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Ruby can go like, this is great, this is great. All right, is my turn? Well... We could spend momentum we... and just let Ruby go. You can only do it once. You can only do it once. Oh, and then it goes okay, to me. Okay, yeah, okay. Right, that makes sense. Turn. Otherwise, yeah, the, the GM would never go. No. Uh, okay, so a passenger... In the one remaining truck, is gonna take out his MP40, level it, and just start shooting at you. Now you are moving, and it is a close quarters weapon, so we're gonna make this a little bit more difficult for him. But thankfully, I have a ton of threat that I'm sitting on, so I'm gonna spend some of this threat and gain some extra dice. I'm gonna need uh so much. I'm gonna need three successes, I think, to hit you close quarters. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Two successes. Oh, it's uh, it's not public. I only got two successes. I'll make those public going forward. Only two successes. I miss. Uh, so it's back to you guys. Leo, so you know you know this slot here? That's that's where the driver sees, right? Done. That is my understanding. Oh, excellent. Ruby. Excellent. So I'm gonna like because I'll I'll be I'll be uh, hanging on to the, the turret at the front. Sure. First. So I can I can I lean down and like shoot my pistol in there? Mm-hmm. So there's a body on top of him. You can kind of just like move the body aside and just like fire at him point blank, uh, if you want. Or like you want to peer through the front, like where he's because the guy who's left there is just driving. So the guy you killed would have been the guy manning the turret, and he would have been the spotter. And all that's left in there now is a driver. So. You saw yes. how there was that like little peephole at the front, the little slit. You could like look at him through there and shoot him. You can like look down into the top of the tank and shoot him. Whatever you want to do. That's totally what I want to do. I want to look at him through the like little thing at the front. Okay. Yeah. All of a sudden, you kind of like look over, like upside down. We'll say your head, your hair hangs <laughs> down. All of a sudden, your face is there, looking him upside down, and you see like a shocked look on his face. And I'm gonna say next thing he sees is a pistol pointed right at him through the little slit on the front of the tank. Totally. And let's see. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. my. Amazing. <laughs> Critical oh. success. Go ahead. Um, roll your damage, please. I think this is it. Did you? And don't forget to take that momentum. If somebody hasn't added to the pool, please do so. I'm, I ended it. Thank you. This is what it was a one difficulty because he, he wasn't going anywhere. Three damage, one effect. Vicious. Four damage. Four, Four damage. damage. All right. What's my what's my little wimpy German soldier got? He has armor, uh, surprisingly. So it does stop some of this. And so you shoot, and he like jo jockeys to the side quickly, and like kind of moves out of the way, and it hits him right in the shoulder. He doesn't quite get out of the way, and the bullet sinks in, and all of a sudden you see blood just seeping down his shoulder. But he's not dead. He uh, he's still alive. He's still alive. You hear him screaming in pain. Does anybody want to spend a momentum to go next? Or do you want to send it back over to Z Germans? I think all of us have gone. Oh, have you really? Combat. Well, because I triggered combat with my teleport. 
and then everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we've all gone. So over on the Jeep next to, all of a sudden, it's a cloth backing on this truck, and you see a knife pierce through and go down, and all of a sudden, you see these hands rip the cloth apart, and you see four German soldiers in the back of this truck, all staring at you. There's still, like, the framework on it around that was holding the fabric in place, and the fabric's whipping in the wind as they're still driving, and uh, you also see that the, the truck is looking like it's trying to make its way over towards you on top of the tank. Um, one of these soldiers is going to try and shoot at you. He's going to use his car four. His Gewehr. We're also going to add a difficulty to this, though, because you are moving targets. So I will make it a bit harder. So he's going to need... It's, this is a optimal medium range, so he's going to need two successes against you. Whoa! Ooh. Holy crap! I'm glad I didn't have okay. that one hidden. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll give myself right. some threat. Well played, German soldier. Well played. Uh... So on a crit, you get extra dice, right? For you, yeah, 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 good stuff, right? Is that how it works? I never get crits on my he, attacks. He gives you momentum <laughs> or threat, which you can maybe spend. All on right, yeah, all right. I'm spending it. I'm spending it to get more attack dice. Um, and then I'll decide. Let's decide now who I'm going to shoot. Uh, Pavel's one, Ruby's two, Leopold's three, Jonathan's four. Jonathan, it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Shoot one me. person who i Come cannot on. hurt no matter hey. what Come here. all right let's spend some dice uh spend some threat and try Tickle to me with your bullets try to hurt him here all right so he aims his gewehr fires it hits you but like it hits your armor and it kind of like stops before it even like gets to your skin it doesn't even like get to your clothing it's oh. just absorbed. Come on, you, you didn't even shave any hair, shave any hair off my face. <laughs> That's one of the four in the back. We'll do the same thing. We'll just quickly reference. We'll point these guys. out the next one. Uh Ruby's the next one. Oh, come on! <laughs> you just want to be shot by all of them. I do. I want to take all the complete bullets. miss. It's like shaking. They hit a rock, and all of a sudden the whole thing like shudders up in the air, and he. Fires and it goes wide. I even spent momentum. I threat spent threat on that one. What a waste! The next shot is going to be at Pavel. Everybody's getting a turn. I will sp- forget this whole thing is covered in like old roots and stuff, giving us extra cover. I also miss you because I need the extra success to hit you. Uh, you hear something? And the last shot is going back at uh, Jonathan. <laughs> Come on. It goes wide because I need two successes to hit you as well. Um, and the driver is just like almost sudden he excels, and the the vehicle itself like boom, like shudders up against the tank and hits up against with a thud. You guys don't really feel anything. More like the guys in the back all kind of like fall over and they get back up on their feet. And now like the the truck is keeping pace with you. Uh let's go back at the top of the turn order. It's you guys. I could uh, summon a cyclone on top of the now open truck in the back, so they all go wee like let. I mean, that does sound so fun. Okay, everybody, close your eyes. I'm going to look ugly again. Uh, (laughs) I was expecting uh, Jonathan to just jump back there and punch everybody, use momentum, just hitting one after another. I was going to put the (laughs) cyclone. Please go right ahead. Cyclone, yeah, yeah. I don't want to. Cyclone sounds very fun. I mean, it just, 
You've heard of so Sharknado. You know, I just want to see Nazi NATO. Nazi NATO. Agreed. Okay. <laughs> I will spend. You know what? This is fun. I'm gonna spend another fortune to get an automatic rate on this again. That's wise because then... we are getting close to the end of a chapter, as I told you. So exactly. That was you that might was as well use them. Of this. So I don't have to use extra momentum for rolls. So I can just roll that flat. But I will tap into my weird again. So once more, I start to, like, you know, all those 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 tran the translucent go. But this time, my hair starts to spin all wild. The sand around all of us starts to sort of whip around. It's like something out of a mummy. And uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will. You know what? Yeah, I will go ahead and go. So I'll just spend. I don't have to spend any my target. So that's three total successes, which puts us up to six. Uh, then for magic, I will. Okay, so I'm going to do a few things. I'm going to. So it's so okay. So this is the so this is remember remember this this is the one where I have to spend an extra momentum to get the cycle to go on its own turn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So so I just want to see if there's anything I can do now. <laughs> All right, so it's gonna so it exists. Uh, let me roll my my cost for this, and then I'm gonna spend a momentum if that's okay to let the like to keep the turn. Mm -hmm. All right, sorry, there should be two more on top of that. Okay, I'm I'm fine. Uh, and then uh, and then what I will do uh, is I'll spend the momentum to bring us back down to five, and then it's time to uh, burn some more momentum to get some extra power. I'm going to. Can you spend multiple for inflict harm? Can I spend multiple dice to get extra challenge die? Do you know uh, momentum? Aaron? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, one gets you one, three gets you two, yeah. five gets you three. All right, yeah, I'm going to. Up. I'm going to spend three. Okay, so we still have two momentum for people who use plus power. That's three. It's, I'm going to roll nine dice really fast. <laughs> <if> that's. <cool laughs> <with you. laughs> Yes, please uh, roll nine dice. Let's see. So, nine. So now the other thing is that the it's not supernatural, right? No, no. This is these are just soldiers. No supernatural. Okay. There. So this so the cyclone erupts on the back of this back of the truck, starts swipping and swirling around. They're all right there, so they're all caught up in it. Uh, the 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 actual thing has piercing one and stun on all creatures and damageable objects within the range of it. So that's six points of damage and two effects. Oh piercing word. one. Okay, let me go to the stats on my vehicle here as well. And okay. stun. And stun. It's got four armor, so some of the armor is going to eat that up. And st you stun the vehicle? Uh, well, I mean, it stuns relative to the resistance skill mm. of whoever. So I don't know if like the vehicle's stunnable, but I, I don't. Yeah, think I'm gonna. We'll, we'll say yeah, we'll say no to the stun on the vehicle, but yeah, you can pierce yeah, through. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. And then it's just uh, your dudes. They gotta have what's the resilience skill? Two. Okay, so then I think you're okay. Oh, really? This is the first okay. time they're they've not, been okay with that. They're not stunned. They're not No, they take damage. They're yeah, no, stunned. but usually they're always stunned after you've cast this. So this mm -hmm. is a first. All right, so yes. how much damage do they all take? They take a total six. of six. Six piercing. piercing. Yes. So seven points of damage, technically. Or no, it goes through one point armor. Okay. Yeah, it goes, it goes through one point, yes. 
Um, they're not dead. They are not dead. They all look like they're quite injured and hurt, but they're not dead. They're pretty beaten up. You would say even more blood, past the point of bloodied, but they're all still alive. As this cyclone goes around the jeep and kind of throws them back and forth and around, and they're hitting the the uh, <laughs> the top of the truck and the back of the truck and uh, all of that, but uh, they're still alive. And the truck shudders, and you pick it up the ground a little bit, and it slams down, and they all hit uh, and bounce up and hit the framework of where the the cloth tarp was. But they are all alive, barely, but they're alive. Uh, do you guys want to spend the momentum and keep this going in your court, or do you want to? Throw it over to the Germans. You can't hit anything. I had to do that to use the cyclone. Okay, perfect. So what I'm going to do is because the truck is neck and neck with you, I'm going to have the soldier at the MP40 is going to hop over to your vehicle. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're so excited. He's going to spend a turn. To try and get over there oh my god he got no successes so the truck is like going back and forth and he's got his mp40 in his hands he like puts it aside because it's got a like a, it's slung over him uh at shoulder strap and he jumps and as he does so the the jeep hits another rock and it kind of like veers away and he falls and gets sucked underneath the treads of the tank with the classic Wilhelm as he gets uh, consumed by the tank. All right, it's back to oh, you guys. Man. Look at them struggle. I mean, days <laughs> like this, it just it reminds me how good it feels to be a hero. Oh, so good. You wish me to do something about the driver of the truck or the truck itself? Or Sergeant Moss, do you wish to go in and uh, do your, your thing with the shield and sword? Um, I mean, I, there's one more guy in there. I kind of want to stab him too. Is that okay? I mean, I'll be real quick. I promise. Absolutely. I gotta clear the way for Gregor, you know. Sergeant got... Morse, I defer to your greater combat uh, skills and tactical uh, acuity. You know, on one hand, I say that. I hear you say that. But also, you threw one Jeep into another Jeep. I stabbed the dude. I feel like you're doing pretty good. <laughs> you make me blush, Sergeant Morse. Go, go right ahead. All right. Well, since this is the first time I've attacked him, I'll use my talent and, uh, yeah, stab him. Only the one success. Just the one. That's all right. Kopesh. Kopesh. All right. Seven damage. So which one is this? There's like, so the truck's kind of next to you. You're just going to lean over and stab. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay, so yeah, as it's close, you just lean and like start stabbing at these guys who are like in position and ready, like they're jockeying to get over there. So you just lean over, stab at them. <laughs> um, Preferably the one who's like already injured, he's trying to lean against the wall. I'll wait till just when so he's trying to steady himself. Whichever one you hit, you kill. So how do you how do you how do you kill this one? Actually, no, I like it better the way you described it. It was just kind of blindly stabbing. I don't even care which one I kill. Okay. Hey, get, get over here. So Stop it. 
Come on. He's got his 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 Gavero and he's just kind of like trying to like bat away your sword with it as you're trying to stab at him and makes a critical uh, mistake and misses and you find an opening and just right through into the chest. Just, he looks down. Once I find purchase, get a good angle, just kind of yeah. slowly. Yeah, you <laughs> slowly push it. He looks down as you're doing so in horror. He looks up at you and uh, you s- slide it out and he just slumps over and falls over the side of the, the truck. Into the I'm desert. just going to wink at his friend and kind of like motion to the exit. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to stab me, but you can jump if you want. It's okay. Uh, There's no shame in it. You might live. Yeah. Uh, is it back to me? Yeah, go for it. All right. So all of a sudden the tank you're on comes to a stop and it shudders. I'm going to need everybody to make me a save here to stop from flying off of this thing as he basically hits the brakes on this uh thing just like throws it into like the last gear and you screech to a halt suddenly because the driver was still alive on this thing uh we'll do an agility athletics on this uh specifically physical training (laughs) if you have it to stay on and it's gonna need um two successes please two successes so ruby's got two Pavel. This is where you're going to see Leo's weaknesses. <laughs> Pavel has uh, succeeded. I gave you guys the momentum for Pavel's success. Uh, Jonathan's fine, but Leo, you go flying and tumbling off of this thing. I'm just going to roll damage from something else. Ignore the effects that are on here. I'm just using damage from another weapon. Two points of damage, which I don't think even hurt you, does it? No, it doesn't get to the armor. Um... And there's no effects on it. So you just come, you fly off the front and tumble and roll uh, in the sand as this jeep stops. And the truck just continues on past you because they are not aware of what's going on. It's back to you guys. You've made me very angry now. And he looks through the window at the driver. Yes. That little tiny makes a fist. (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to... uh... I am going to telekinetically grasp this individual. I'm going to spend one momentum to get an extra die. Getting that momentum back so he's held helpless. And then I'm going to spend my last fortune point to get another major action. And I'm going to crush him. (laughs) No, we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just got to happen. Are you turning him back into a ball? Yep, a meatball. I'm turning him back into a ball. Inside this tank. And I'm going to spend a momentum. So I have to spend two momentum to do that. I'm going to spend one momentum to get an extra die. Oh my god. Okay. I'd say you succeed. Critically. Put two momentum back. And I'll spend those two momentum on damage because he really <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> All right. He was already injured by holy oh, shit. Oh, what? Five of those are piercing. <laughs> All right. Describe the scene of Carnage. He's he's dead. There is no way around it. So yeah, it's once again you look in and you just see his head 
crushed down into his torso and then his arms and legs compress into a ball that then bursts outwards in blood and bone. No one throws me off a tank, mein Herr. No one. Leo, the seats, the seats. We want to drive the tank. Oh, <laughs> I, I think sorry, Greg is fine with I am, it. I am, I am sorry, Ruby. I've, he vexed me. I, I, fair, fair. She's like wiping blood and guts out of her hair and stuff. I like Griffin's uh, suggestion of pulling him through the tiny little slit in the front. Oh, <laughs> that, that would have been nice. That would have been beautiful. A cheese grater. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like marveling at that 14 damage. That's insane for oh, this game. Lord. Holy shit. Would that have actually hurt you guys with your current resistance? I mean, it would have killed Leo. <laughs> He's only got five four points of armor. Thing, it would have hurt a little. Well, it would have killed Leo. He's got 17 stress, but it would have hurt. It would have hurt bad. All right, so you've got a dead uh, German slumped down in there. You've got just blood and guts splattered all over the inside of this tank. Um, did you guys want to... Oh, you don't have any momentum? So it's back to me. So I've got the truck just keeps going. Did not realize what was going on. All of a sudden, you see brake lights on. It comes to a stop. Um, that's the driver's turn. It's going to go back to you guys. But it's come to stop. And so the the uh, soldiers are about medium distance away from you guys. The truck. The other truck with the remaining soldiers. There's two soldiers remaining in the back. There's a passenger and there's still a driver. So there's four of them in total. And a cyclone. And a cyclone. So who wants to go next? <laughs> So um, uh, who hasn't gone? I think Ruby. Is it just Ruby? Ruby. Yeah, it's just me. So yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do about wiggling into this tank. It's nice and lubricated, so I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could you toss the first body out. Yeah, the first German, you just throw them out over the top, thud into the sand next to the tank. And then, yeah, you shimmy your way down in the tight little seat uh, where the other one was sitting when he was, you know, a person. But there's just, like, blood and guts splattered everywhere. The seat's all, like, warm and mushy. Oh, I'm going to throw up a little in my <laughs> mouth. Um, and, yeah, I want to see what I can do about firing this tank. Oh, okay. Well, then you wouldn't have gone in the seat. You'd just be in the. You'd be up top in the turret. So you want to yeah. fire the tank. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. So you get in there. There is a. Uh, there is a round chambered, loaded, ready to go, and you want to fire Ruby. I do. Oy vey. So All right. So. Yeah, it's gonna be fighting. Heavy weapons. Heavy weapons is the skill you'd use here. Well, it's fighting, but the specialty is heavy weapons. So it's fighting is still what you're going to roll. It you've, You're you not familiar with this. It's all written in German. You've never driven a tank before. You've never been in a tank. You've never fired a tank before. So I'm going to make this a difficulty three for you to aim, figure out, fire all at once. But I believe in you. <laughs> Okay, um, actually, you know what? I'm, you, I'm going to spend a fortune point. I was going to say, do you have any yes. fortune left? Because that's an automatic crit, I'm right? Just gonna, I'm just going to spend a fortune point and... Um, Roll yeah. the remaining die, like like what um, Jeff did, where one of his dice became a crit. He just rolled the remainders. Yeah, so 
Um, fighting and what is this like? Coordination. Coordination. Oh, excellent! I'm really good at that. Oh my god! <laughs> Two critical successes. Didn't even need the fortune. Oh my god! Wow. Give, take your take your momentum. Take your momentum, all of you. So Ruby gets behind the turret, and all of a sudden, you know, she's cranking the wheel in there, and the, it's slowly turning towards this truck. And then you see the gun lowering and aiming towards this last truck, and you just start kind of like punching and hitting things and all of a sudden there's a shudder as the whole tank kind of moves backwards and back forwards as it fires all of you kind of like you reach for your ears as this thing fires next to you the deafening sound and all of a sudden the jeep just explodes in a massive fireball not even like what 20 feet from you just obliterating from existence all of a sudden pieces of metal come like raining down all around you after that, and uh, Ruby's just sitting there on the turret afterwards. <laughs> Did I hit anything? Did it work? You, ah, Lieutenant, you, you have masterfully, ma you have, you're amazing. Amazing. Excellent. Excellent. Is there anything that you can't do? I mean, wow. I don't know, man. There's still, there's still lots of adventure left to find out, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, are they all? Uh, you, they're, they're all, all dead. dead. There's no. There's nothing left of that. That well, opal. We should just, you know, maybe we hitch this a ride home. Like I have a promise to keep, so I would like to go into the driver's seat if that's possible you, with with Gregor. You you look over at the temple that you have now driven closer to, and that like lone security guy is just sitting there with his eyes wide open. <laughs> like shaking, Hello. witnessing this whole scene. I am totally sorry for the mess, Pavel. I will stand outside of the tank. I do not want to get my clothes as bloody as Lieutenant oh. McKay is right now. It's fine. This happens to us all the time. He likes Whistler. It's very <laughs> strange. It might be a problem, but I'm okay with it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Tank. Lord. Oh, that was glorious. I hey, I appreciate you guys getting all the criticals. That made for some really cool cinematic shit. It was fun. Uh, all right. So, do you want to ride the tank? There, all of your yeah, all of the jeeps are destroyed. You took like a taxi or like a um a carriage out here. Uh, there are there's like a lone camel at the 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 um, ruins themselves, and that's the security guard's camel that he rode out here. Uh, so there's only room for two of you, like inside the tank. The rest of you can sit on it and roll back uh, to town. Is that the plan? Pavel, uh, Pavel and Gregor, we've got this driving thing down. Don't worry at all. <laughs> it's going to be great. Will we be returning to see the major matters? Probably. I don't. I mean, we'll see. Right. That's the intention. So you're gonna have to try. You need to get out of Egypt now. You've you've got mm -hmm. what you've come here for, and you're gonna have to radio back to um, Section D with your progress, and that's usually when they lead you to the next place. 
we have, we have to look back to um the local town was Keen kina from what i remember q u q e n a kena um and then remember you took like a yeah. train to luxor and from luxor you took a plane back to cairo like there was there was various ways you could take like a boat down the nile you could take a train you could take a plane you guys took the fastest way with the plane but you still had to take a passage from luxor to here or the ne the nearest town um to these ruins So, however you guys want to do that, what, what, which, which route do you want to go? You know the Noct Wolf are aware of your actions. You know there is a monk that was watching you in duet and all of your actions. So, it's probably been relayed back to wherever there are more Noct Wolf in the area or in Egypt. We must find a way back to town and ditch this tank and <laughs> get out of Egypt, I would say. Before they yes. catch back up to us and take what we have taken from under their noses yet again. Those silly Nazis. <laughs> Without drawing too much attention to ourselves, I would imagine. Right, so yeah. we're going to have to like stealthily drive a tank back to town. <laughs> yes, you know, we can drive it like halfway there and then like hop yeah. out and walk the rest of the way. Ah, I will drive casual. Yes, yes. Okay, Gregor. Okay, this one means go. This one means stop. Dear Lord. All right, so you're driving the tank back to Kena. Kena? I don't know how to pronounce mm -hmm. it. Um, and it takes some time. This is rather slow. You're grinding gears as you figure this thing out, and you eventually get it uh, get it figured out. And you don't guys forget. Don't forget, Gregor was first in his class. I think he figures it out very quickly. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. You you eventually finally make your way back to town. You're on the outskirts. It's dust being kicked up the whole way. You know, behind you, you see this big cloud that you've created as you've um, stormed, rumbled through the desert back. But you make it as you're, like, rumbling into town. Locals are, like, pointing and talking. And people come running over. And they're looking in amazement at this thing. They've never seen a contraption like this before. Uh, they're coming over. They're, like, touching it as you're driving by slowly. And they're gathered around. You're kind of just, like, slow down. Because people are, like, just kind of encircling you as you do so. But you've made it back to town. But you have everybody's attention. There's no Germans in sight, though, which is a good thing. So we 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 should get back to the the hotel. How can we give the slip to like half the half the <laughs> the town, the whole town? We should get on the rail if possible and get back to the airstrip and and charter a plane out of Egypt. Perhaps attempt to contact Section D on the way okay. to the airfield. Okay. Um, are we are we going back for our stuff at the hotel, or are we just gonna go? I'm afraid it would be in our best interest to abandon anything we have left. However, if there's something that we simply must retrieve, we can attempt it. Nope, not for not on my account, at least. There was like a really big bag of nuts that we purchased in night. <laughs> I mean. We could get we could get some we can get replacements. That's fine. Okay. Oh, all right. So, what what if we what if we fire this thing again, like out into the desert? So, like obviously not into like the the town and buildings and things, 
and like these guys haven't seen a tank before so they don't they don't know what's going to happen it's gonna be loud it's gonna be obnoxious everyone's gonna scatter and then we can just join the crowd and run to the to the rail station what do you think it's incredibly reckless i love it it does sound like our style yeah okay okay is everybody ready this time uh leo gets off of the tank and puts a little distance between himself and the tank because as we've seen his coordination is, <laughs> is sad very sad it's all good. are you gonna make me roll to see whether or not i'm successful max no i'm not gonna make you roll you figured out along the way like you said you ground the gears if you know how to drive stick you can basically drive this thing so you've figured it out you're good okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna turn the turret around so yeah that um, it's going to be aiming like out to the desert. Yep. Right. And then, yeah, I'm going to shoot it. You're going to load another shell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to shoot it and then run away. <laughs> okay. Do you tell like people to leave? Like, do you tell like the locals to get out of the area in well, no, because like Arabic I'm... or anything? Like I'm asking like Pavel or Leopold or you just, just going to fire. Did the rest of you leave? You know how loud this is. You still have ringing in your ears on the last time being right next to it when it fired. Leo would be saying in Arabic, my friends, please, you should back up. This will be very loud. And he backs way up. Yeah, you, <laughs> they all seem so interested and, and just engrossed in this thing. So all of a sudden, Ruby, you load the, the shell and <clears throat> again, it shudders back and moves forward. Uh, even though it's in park and the noise, people are screaming, they're grabbing their ears, people are fleeing, kind of like, ah, running away from this thing. Um, there are still people like hovering around. You don't clear everybody, but I'd say majority of the crowd have left after you fired this thing. Excellent. Uh, we'll, we'll get out at that point with, with, with Gulegor. Well, whoever's still like there and like freaking out. He will say in, in Arabic, uh, I don't speak the Egyptian dial, but just general Arabic, finders keepers have at it, and then <laughs> hurry after Leo. Sure. Like, people are still there, like, clamoring over this thing as all of you climb out, and they're going in there and pressing things. You can hear <laughs> gears grinding Four. and stuff. Leo looks over at Pavel and Gregor and, and, and Ruben, he's like, Perhaps before we attempt to get on the train, the three of you should be uh, bathed. You are <laughs> literally covered in human blood and guts. I again, I apologize, but right, that's a good point. Oh, hmm. that would probably be a good idea. And like another clothes or something, you know. Uh, a quick trip to a bath, the bathhouse, and perhaps uh, some new. Uh close i do believe we have the time for that because not only do you look terrible you smell equally horrible <laughs> remind me jeez oh god goodness oh yes you are right that is embarrassing oh my god no wonder they all look so frightened when i got out of the tank oh goodness <laughs> oh bad it's just a little earthy <laughs> uh yeah so you guys are going to get get bathed, clean off. I'm assuming you don't linger too long, but you clean off. Get some clothes, some local clothes that you wear. That yep. sounds like the plan, yes. Okay. So, yeah, blend on in. So you guys get cleaned up. 
get some clothes. Uh, I'm going to say the others who don't need to get cleaned off. You go to the train station, you find out when the next train's leaving to back to Luxor. And that looks like it's leaving uh, within the next couple hours. So you do have some time to kill. So while the others are taking a bath and getting clothes, you can like wander around, kind of get some information on what's going on, find out what's what's been happening here, um, and head on out if you like, or whatever else you want to do. Yeah, Leo's, Leo is, recognizes that we're probably on a serious clock with that many knocked wolf in the area. Yep. That we need to diddy mow. Diddy mow. <laughs> That's right. Diddy mow. Uh, yeah, so you guys have your bath. You wait for the train. You get on it. You take the train back to Luxor. It is uneventful. There's locals on there. It's not even full. Um, heading back from this tiny little small town slash village. You get to Luxor, which is much more hustle and bustle, busier place. You make your way to the airport. You book some tickets back to Cairo. It'll be leaving later this evening. Because uh, remember, if that that all took place in the the middle of the night, your whole mm -hmm. mention. You woke up in dawn, the dawn, uh, to face this tank. So the day's kind of gone by. By the time you get to Luxor, you're going to be taking a, a late uh, evening plane back to Cairo. Um, if there's anything you don't, if you don't need to do anything in Luxor, it's also very uneventful. There's a lot of people like just kind of looking at you. You are out of place. It's not common to see foreigners here, like this far outside of Cairo still at this point. Uh, so you do get a lot of like unwanted attention, um, not nefarious, but just more curious than anything. Uh, but you guys take your, your plane back to Cairo and um, what's your plan there? Do you want to try and get back in touch with Blythe Mathers? Do you want to try and get in touch with Strang? Do you just want to try and like get out of here? What do you want to do? The, at the moment, we have no clear indication of where we should go. So perhaps we should try to contact Strang uh, from a secure location. Major Mathers may be the best location from which to do this. And we can let him know that we are moving on so he is not concerned about our whereabouts. Very good. Well, Although I do not believe we should let him know where we are going in case the Knocked Wolf or the SS choose to pick him up at some point in the future. Okay. So you make your way back to his compound. If you remember, it had like gates around it. It was in the middle of the city, uh, but it had gates around it. It was an uh, ancient, ancient old home, two-story. Uh, you make your way back there. The gates are closed. You don't see the... Um, the man who worked there anymore. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Mo um, but Jaron L. Roth. That was yeah, it. That's yeah. Um, but he's not there. He greeted the gates last time. So the gates are just there. there. Remember there was a bell at the side. You ring the bell. Um, and after some time, you see Blythe Mathers kind of waddle out. And, oh, <laughs> God, I see you again. Oh, my goodness. Where have you been? Where did you disappear to? And he comes to the gates and opens it to let you all in. We were following our dreams. Dreams? <laughs> you left in the middle of the night, my good man. You have dreams. We wanted to get an early start on the day. That is all. You know, the tourist stuff, you know, before everything is crowded. Well, you seem to have caused quite a disturbance from what I understand. I received well, word from back in England of uh, <laughs> things, uh, wheels in motion. I, I, you should come in. He welcomes you into his compound, closes and locks the gate behind him as you do so. Uh, if you remember, he he did mention that he still, like he is ex-army, but he does still keep mm -hmm. in touch with what's going on there. I received a message a telegram from one uh, Str Ms. M. Strang 
recently notifying me of your uh, your mission here not 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 everything but um that i was to uh, assist you any way i could to get you out of the country and uh he hands you a a sealed message this was uh, meant for only you passes it over to you and you look inside and it um gives just a debrief it just basically says like europe is a hotbed war will break out at any point we need to move fast wheels are in motion Section D is no more. Welcome to Section M. Follow next lead to India. Oh, how, how exciting. Where am I, man? You know, I, I wanted to say thank you so much to your gardener. He gave me so many good tips about, you know, what you should and shouldn't do for, like, tropical flower. Is he about? No, no, he disappeared as well. I thought he was with you. Oh. oh, how peculiar. It's odd. This house is as much as his. The, you know, his family's been here forever. I don't know where the chap went. Oh, Major, do you have the ability to assist us in getting out of Egypt? Yes, of course. Where are you headed? It would appear that we are heading to India. Yes, yes, yes. I can book you on a plane uh, to get uh, to go there. That shouldn't be a problem. Uh, there's no di direct flights from here, but we could get you there. Where are you headed, Delhi? Perhaps it is best that you do not know our exact location. Oh, how am I supposed to help you get where you're going if I don't know where you're going? If you're cut, if there is a cutout that is required, just get no. us to another location, and we will continue no. on no. from there. All right. The furthest I can get you, the first leg of the trip, will be to Calcutta, and then from Calcutta, you can take another plane to whatever your destination should be. Mehor, you have been a great assistance to us. I would strongly recommend that you ensure your security. There are forces working in Egypt now who are very dangerous. And they may target you based on what you have done to assist us. Well, very good. I'm not concerned. I have faced many uh, uh, nefarious folks before, and I served in the armed forces. I know I can handle myself. But thank you for the word of warning. So, uh, so when, when, when can we leave, Colonel? Uh, you could uh, major, <laughs> major bright feathers. Uh, thank you, though. And uh, you, you could, we could, we could book you immediately. Shall we go back, uh, back to the airport and uh, get you on the next flight? I can fund the whole thing. I was told I'll be reimbursed, uh, so I'm not. Con don't be concerned about money or anything uh, as such. That would be greatly appreciated. Then. However, I believe that Pavel and Gregor left a bag of nuts in their womb that they must recover before we leave. It's, it's very precious to us. Oh, I may have eaten those nuts. <laughs> I did not think you would return. <laughs> they were delicious nuts. It's okay. I do the same yeah, thing sometimes. Like, it's late at night. You can't sleep. You just start, you mean to snack on one or two, and then the whole bag's gone. You feel terrible in the morning. They, especially the salted ones. <laughs> Gregor yes. stares at him. Says, <laughs> Tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then, 
Perhaps we should return to the airfield under the circumstances. Okay. All right. So you guys go back to the airport. Uh, Major Blythe Mathers funds. He pays for all of your plane tickets. He wishes you adieu, uh, good luck in your, your mission, whatever it may be. And if you're ever back in Cairo, you have a friend. May do you the best. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure, my good man. My yank friend. <laughs> you should be very careful, by the way. It is true, you know, that they are looking for us. So, you know, keep a low profile. I know it's difficult for you, but be careful, that kind of thing. Everybody here knows who I am. There's no such thing as a low profile for me. <laughs> That's true. But maybe wear like a hat or something and people, you know, will look a different way. Preposterous. I do have a fez, actually, that I quite, uh, quite, uh, looks quite good on me. Flavor-wise, uh, Leo says green. into the minds of everyone else, he's just gonna die. We just need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Gregor, Gregor chuckles. Tank. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe something wide-brimmed, you know, protect yourself from the sun. Yes, indeed. Yes, well, I appreciate the advice. It was a pleasure meeting all of you. Like I said, if you're ever back in Cairo, you have a place to stay and a friend waiting for you. Thank you. She gives him a kiss on the cheek. Oh, my! <laughs> <laughs> Turns deep red. All right. He takes his pocket while that happens. <laughs> takes whatever remaining nuts are still in his pocket. Hi. <laughs> So, you guys get on the plane. This is the end of the Egypt chapter, so we're done tonight. Mm -hmm. well, you, you guys, you're going to get all your fortune back. You're going to get, we're going to get an advance here. It means uh, our buddy. Oh, another one. Um, but we'll continue on because we got, uh, we've got 45 minutes. So, let's go into the next chapter. So, you're on the Sweet. plane to Calcutta. Your next leg, your journey. You don't really have a lot of leads to go on. Hopefully, there may be another message waiting for you when you get there. Things are quite hot in Egypt. So, you um, you you make your way to Calcutta. You arrive in Dum Dum Airport, um, which is just north of Calcutta's city center. But it's quite busy. It's an important uh, stopping point for those traveling into Southeast Asia. So there's quite a lot of people here, and it's actually kind of been it's it's not super relevant. But uh, a few years back, Amelia Earhart visited this airport in her little. Her, her failed uh, crossing of the world and her plane, but this is one of the stops that she made. So the name, you recognize it when you're here, you, you know, from the news when that happened back in 37. We're now approaching November of 1939. So the wheels are really in motion. And things are starting to really ramp up over in Europe. Uh, but you arrive at Dum Dum Airport ready for the twice weekly Wednesday or Saturday flight to Delhi and beyond. You're escorted from the terminal building to your plane, a Douglas DC-3. Once your paperwork is checked and luggage loaded, it looks uh, it looks like you're the only ones flying today. <clears throat> Apart from the flight crew, the steward, but it's a comfortable plane. And for once, it looks like it might be a relaxing flight. The skies are clear. The heat isn't so bad. And you guys board the plane for takeoff inside the plane it's comfortably furnished there's a large 
like armchair like seats all over the plane there's a little cocktail cabinet in the back corner a sofa to lounge on a selection of books and a recent magazines for passengers to peruse uh, as you enter the stewardess she welcomes you she greets you she asks you can i get you a drink is there anything uh you'd like before we take off those three bottles right there <laughs> oh, she kind of does a double take and uh, we get that leo is leo is a little bit concerned about everything at this of point. course as you, you know should he, be. he's he's a, he's very insightful telepath does he get the feeling that any of these people may not be on the up and up the the, the pilot or the flight attendant like are you using a power or you just kind of want to like read them i just want to kind of read them sure first. Yeah. Uh, looking at them, you can make a insight observation test. Instincts, in particular, if you have it. Perfect. I do, and that is my jam. Uh, we'll do one success on here. Uh, there's two pilots up at the front. You can hear them tap talking. There's like a curtain separating the pilots from the area that you're in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you, you read her, you look over the pilots, you got two successes, everything seems to be on the up and up, like it almost seems too good to be true, the stewardess is very, like, very genuine, is there, like, you could tell as an employee, there's no, like, underlying tones, you don't see them going to the back and, like, trying to, like, secretly do things, the pilots, they, though they are speaking um, another language, uh, what would it be in Calcutta? I don't even know what the language here would be. Um, but whatever the native tongue is, they're speaking that and it looks like they've got a map out and they're looking like over the routes and they're checking all the different, um, 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 gauges and everything at the front of the plane. Like nothing seems out of order here. And like, you got two successes. You've got a really good feeling, a good read on like this whole situation, even though you're uneasy, you feel like you could possibly let your guard down here for once in this whole crazy adventure. Okay. So he relates that. By the way, they speak Bengali in Calcutta yeah. and English. Does anybody speak that? No. No, but, but, but I will go ahead and use, you know, if I need to, momentum yeah, or talk, you could. To get gist of conversation around us. The, the steward has spoken English to you, but yeah, the two, the two um, pilots are speaking a local dialect. Okay, could I, I mean, is it loud enough that, uh, I mean, like, well, I mean, you, 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 you telepath. He telepath. He, he, like, yeah. he sees, he feels no ill will or anything nefarious going on with these pilots. I won't, I'm, like, don't waste the momentum <laughs> just to yeah. get the same result. Yeah, that's what, that's why I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's in their head. That's probably better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you guys all feel comfortable. Like, you feel like you take a loaf. Jonathan's literally sitting there, three bottles, like, one in hand, one in each hand and one between his legs. He's sitting on the sofa. Uh, you know, before I like the zoo, I like to, when they've got a mini bar. I like to make what I call a suicide. I just take some of everything, pull it into a really big cup, and let's see how much of it I can drink before I pass out. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the stewardess leaves briefly to get, and she comes back with more bottles after Jonathan has started his 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 binge here, uh, and restocked the bar after you've gone for um. All of the booze. Hey, you guys all have a... we got a reroll here. Give a player a reroll. So let's keep that in mind. Thank you. 
but yeah, you all kind of like settle in. It's nice. It's comfortable. It's cozy. Like I said, it's gorgeous outside. The weather looks good. And you're you're hunkered down for a flight. Um, unless there's anything you want to do, then we're gonna we're gonna take off. How how long of a flight is it? <laughs> it is. That's a great question. It's gonna be a three hour flight. All right. I have a very important question. Is there scratch paper and pencils here? Um, there's paper and pencils if you Perfect. would like them, pencils, but not necessarily scratch paper. Yeah, there's pencils and paper available to All you. Right. After I'm about three quarters of the way through my cup of suicide, I'm gonna step up my game with Gregor. We're going past paper, rock, scissors. I think I'm gonna try and teach him tic tac toe. <laughs> what the was him holding a pencil in his claws? Yeah, Gregor is, Gregor's eating nuts while he's watching you demonstrate it. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely a selection of nuts because you're on a plane, so it's a must. So how many games before uh, Gregor beats you in Tic Tac? <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Roll a... Uh, roll a... Uh, let's see. Let's take a one. Roll a d20. He's a quick learner. He is. First in his club. Go. <clears throat> okay. I mean, that's pretty good. Within 11 games, he's already... You're so drunk that the marmot beats you in 11 games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, two, 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 both of his hands on the pencil, and he's drawing, like... Shaky little circles and X's. Mm -hmm. I wake mm -hmm. up, I just have tic-tac-toe on my face. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So the flight he takes... Just nuts across your Nuts. <laughs> takes off on time. The plane steadily climbs and heads westward. Um, yeah, it, it's it's enjoyable. You guys are lounging, you're sleeping, you're having some food that's available in here. Nothing's too special. Um, having some drinks. You're reading the magazines. It's talking about the the, the building conflict in Europe and the different um, the different places that are falling to the evil nazi regime and you kind of get you get you've been so detached from everything going on there the last couple months you don't you're not really aware of uh, how bad things were after even when you're in vienna but and now especially after you fled vienna how bad it's gotten um and after about an hour or so you notice looking out the windows there's a dense thick blanket of like fog and cloud all around you and it almost seems to be like glowing like glowing white and it's just like you look out the window and you can't you can barely see the wing of the plane out the window when you look out there through this 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 glowing white fog our occult or mysticism <laughs> knowledge between leo and i be able to lend some insight into what might be happening um i'm not even gonna make you guys roll like it's unnatural um sure possibly magical you don't know you've never seen or heard anything of this yeah i'm gonna say you guys also haven't probably spent a lot of time in airplanes like you know it's unusual but i'm not gonna make you um i'm not gonna make you guys roll for that don't bother um but you can make me uh you don't even need to roll for that you can 
the stewardess kind of seems a little panicked and she starts coming around and she says, yeah, uh, please sit down, uh, make yourselves comfortable. Can I get you a blanket? It's, it's starting to get a little chilly and cold in here. And can I get you a pillow, a blanket, maybe sleep, uh, you know, as we pass through this. What is, uh, what is that? Is that, uh, I don't fly very often. Is that normal right there? It's, it's just inclement weather. Well, we'll be through it shortly. We're going up, you know, through the mountains, the Himalayas. So it, it, it the, the, the weather gets a little weird sometimes here. It's a little strange. It's off, but, um, we'll be fine. And you see her kind of like looking over at the, like the cockpit where the little drape is like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'll lean over to Leo and be like, I do not think this is just inclement weather. No, my friend, I believe we are experiencing the resistance we were expecting all along. We may, may need to be prepared to leave the airplane rapidly. Is that something you can affect? For it is outside of my skills. I mean, I might be able to slow myself if the plane breaks up, but I do not believe there is anything I could do to save us all. Well, I have the teleportation. I've never tried to do it while having falling moment. Well, not that kind of falling momentum. But if necessary, I could give it a try. So we may need to be prepared for that. Okay, one moment. Collector, come here. We must we must prepare. So can we do like so I'm just Do our mantle? Like Yeah, we're doing our mantle stuff. Sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll that please. Ruby's passed out in the in the chair. Sure. Snoring. Oh my That's goodness, you guys. Three, three momentum. Ooh. Damn, I get zero, but doesn't matter. I mean, you don't have to get any, but we do have three momentum. Ooh. Yeah, I can't click momentum I, for some reason. Yeah, I can't either right now. Weird. I can't either. It looks like it's kicked me out of the game, but you're able to roll. Like, I'm getting nothing but, like, permission mm -hmm. I'll and just, errors. I'll just write it down. Loading. Yeah. Weird. Three momentum. Okay, um, okay. so... Yes. So you have your mantles. What do, what do you do now? What do you do now? Are there, are there, this is very curious. Um, can we, how many people would you say are on this plane? It's just you guys. There's nobody else on it. Other, and then the stewardess and the two, like a pilot and a co-pilot. You're it. It's just us. There's there, is there a cargo area perhaps? Uh, there'd be like luggage space underneath the yes, plane. Yes. Yep. Could we? Uh, I will ask. I will ask this. The store. This the flight attendants. Whatever proper terminology is, <laughs> I will say. Is it uh, out of curiosity? Do you have um, what are they called? Um, the things like they look like umbrellas, but with strings attached to them. She looks kind of confused. Parachutes. They are parachutes. Um, we... Yes, the, 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 the pilots have parachutes at the front for them. Oh, but the rest of us, what about us? No, no, we don't have anything like that. But nothing, we're fine. Nothing's going to happen. We're we're okay. This is it's completely normal. Is it possible I could speak with the pilots Sh briefly? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free. Go up there and, um, I don't know, they don't they don't speak English like I do, but you could try to that communicate with okay. them. That is okay. I am a man of many languages. That is fine. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Feel free. Um, I will go up to the curtain. I will pull it back. Mm -hmm. 
it is a much simpler time in 19 what is it 38 yeah <laughs> well it even says in the in in like the write-up list it's like it's not uncommon at this time to go up yeah. there and talk to the captain it's not like it wasn't so you go up there and they're like they're both speaking in their their dialect and they're like you see them like pointing at the like the dials and mm-hmm. uh and needles and various gauges and then like the the curtain opens and they like stop and they turn around and like <laughs> they put on a smile <laughs> i will try a few different languages uh hindi and you know english that's probably the only two that they might be able to speak why either one of those work um yeah high higher low higher low oh we don't have Sorry, dice please oh we do low Look at that, a four. Oh, no, they, they just kind of like, ah, they throw up their shoulders and kind of shrug oh. and wave at you, smiling, and they kind of point to go back. Right. Um, I will try through a variety of pointing gestures, uh, some somewhat basic uh, universal, lang- you know, like words or words that might kind of carry over from one language to the next, sure. things like that, to try to communicate... Uh, something in the neighborhood of uh, what seems to be the problem, <laughs> and that kind of thing. You, and sure. I will burn a momentum to use my polyglot if that. Uh, before you do so, I'm going to get you to make me a reason observation roll. It'll be specifically sight. Um, oh. And you don't need. You just need one success. Okay. Well. I'll burn a momentum for that. Oh, okay. I'm not the most <laughs> like one success. I'm okay. I mean, like it's fifty-fifty, but sure. it seems important. So, okay, all right. I'm glad so I they're did. like, <laughs> so like, remember they're pointing at the the dials and the gauges and everything, and they're yes. kind of like like leaning over it now. You look over them and you see like the needle is like on all of the gauges and dials. They're just like spinning like clockwise, continuously. Oh, on like everything on the front there. Right. That seems problematic <laughs> do you know where we are <laughs> there's a map lying there you can like point at the map yes oh, no this is all like words and hand gestures sure yeah so you point at the map and you kind of like shrug like your arms up there like where are we and they're just like they're looking at you and they're kind of like smiling nervously and they 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 point on the map they like take out a, a pencil and they circle like along this line, this route that is on this map. And then the co-pilot kind of stands up and he smiles. And he's trying to like usher you back. What, 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 what? Uno momento or something or other. That's not the right <laughs> language. Spanish. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I know so many. I get them all confused. Um, Is it possible to look at the map that they're using, the route we're taking and see if... The Pavel is a learned man, a traveler, both in the physical realm and the dreamlands. There are places in the world that have uh, folklore attached to them, you know, things like... Is is it possible anywhere along the route might have popped up as a purely, like, a vortex of, like, mystical power or something? Yeah, so you want to make, like, an insight where... Where's your, your mysticism shit where is where do you have that under that's mysticism survival survival sure academia we'll do you could either do a cult or mysticism and it'll be insight difficulty um 
I'll say one. I'll say one. Okay, I will go with uh, insight mysticism. Uh, one success. Yeah, so you know, like, in Himalayas, there are quite a few, um, like, monk orders that exist here that have been cut off from the rest of society. They're just kind of being discovered now when there's talk of, like, mystical places like uh, Shangri-La and all these things that exist out here. And, um, you know, these, these, these these orders that have like powers that you couldn't imagine. Like, uh, and so, you know, like this area you're in, there's a, a lot of occult and mysticism kind of like zeroed in here. This is almost like a ground zero for it where you're flying through right now. Okay. One moment. And I'll come back to uh, my friends and I will say, um, the instruments on this, have ceased to work uh they seem to have trouble navigating and don't know where they are but and then i'll kind of convey what i might know about the area it might not necessarily be the germans right now that they're responsible for this but might be we are just happenstance in the wrong place or a place that maybe we are beacons of some i don't know it's theory hmm are they continuing to attempt to fly along their route through that this? Is what I, yes, that was what I was going to suggest to alter course, but my concern then is is their instruments are not working and we have this strange fog around us, so they might be altering course and flying blind. So uh, Into the Himalayas, the mountains are quite high here. It would be a great risk, not to mention the fuel, amount of fuel in the plane. <laughs> We would definitely risk stalling at some point. Yes. Yes, they are much bigger than Carpathians. Oh, what 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 should I tell them? I can we have we have worked out a a, a certain code uh, so I can sort of communicate with them if there's something that a course of action we might recommend. Other than attempting to keep the course Perhaps a greater elevation, if possible, higher altitude may reduce the risk. However, we must be prepared to abandon this plane should they begin to fall. I, I, yes, I agree. There were parachutes, but only enough for the, you know, for the pilots. Which mm. means the stewardess would be, that's terrible. Mm. Stay focused. Okay. Okay, I will go, you know, cheerlead a bit. So, as you go to turn, all of a sudden, this, like, red light sort of, like, fills the cabin from the windows on either side. And when you look out the window, you can see this, like, red orb at the tip of the wing. You can now see the tip of the wing through the fog. You see this glowing red orb hovering at the tip of the wing right above it. And you look at the window and you see one on the other side. we do like an occultism or mysticism role to try to understand what that could possibly be? Uh, I should have mixed absent into the suicide. <laughs> yeah. Two of your party are like passed out. One of them's drunk. <laughs> um, it is good that Leopold does not blink. Their mind must be kept sharp to, to be a weapon. Yes, someone's going to have to carry Morris. That is... I'm and fine. both of us are not... We're both weak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what? I can do this all day. You could, (laughs) 
you, you can roll if you want to try and get momentum, but you're not going to, like, I'll just tell you guys now, like, you have no clue what this is. Like, okay. you've okay. never seen or heard anything of this before. So if you want to roll, try and get success, you can. You could also get threat, critical failures. I'll leave it up to you, but I won't make you guys roll just to learn nothing. It's you've no, never has, seen or heard of anything yeah. like this before. This is, I have never heard of an effect such as this, Pavel. Have you, as your particular uh, brands of magic, uh, is this something you're familiar with? We, there are winds and clouds and other elements, but no, this is... This is peculiar. I do not. I, my instinct is that this is a threat, but I don't know. Is it having any effect on the plane? Yes. Uh, well, all of a sudden, the, the curtain at the front opens, and one of the co-pilots is calling for the stewardess. And as the it opens, you can see there's a red orb at the nose of the plane as well. And looking out the front, you can see that the plane is steadily climbing, and it's becoming really cold in here. Oh, goodness. Um... Perhaps see if the pilots can force the nose down. If not, we must perhaps abandon the plane. I believe. Okay, I will go up and I will, again, through our, I mean, very careful communication, I will use hand yeah. signals and these words. Nose down. <laughs> they seem flustered. You can see, like, their faces are flustered. They don't know what to do. The pilot kind of looks back, gets a general idea, and he, like, plunges the yoke forward to get the plane to go down a bit as it's climbing steadily um and it starts to go down but then all of a sudden that orb in the front gets like almost underneath the nose and the whole plane just lifts back up corrects course and continues on the direction it's going almost like these orbs are guiding the plane you're not hitting any turbulence at all. You're still engulfed in this cloud of fog. You don't know where you are. You can't see where you're going. But it seems now like these these things have taken over for the pilots. Like they all they both have their hands off. The 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 gauges are still going nutty. They're going just spinning constantly. But these things have essentially taken over. Oh goodness. Ugh, I'm going to I will, uh, I mean, I don't know if this is going to work, uh, looking at, I made this list of like different Celtic <laughs> gods to invoke and I'm, I'm trying to remember. And so, uh, I, trying to invoke the God of winds to try to help with like the descent. And so hmm. I would, I would just behind them, I would like mutter a, pl a prayer, like in, in, invoke, uh, Hang on, let me figure out what... I think it was Borum. That was the Celtic god of wind. Okay. Borum, please assist these poor, silly fools who are incapable of their machines. We are but small, insignificant creatures traveling into the sky. Frost your air. Your winds are great. We have perhaps reached too far. Too fast, but we are but travelers in need of your help. Please, please, I summon your winds to help guide us to safety. I don't know if it's going to do anything, but I want to try to invoke uh, a Celtic god of wind to try to help, uh, help the plane move in safer directions. 
so do you have to roll or anything for that or is it just like uh, i mean it's just I, I i have a focus in invocation that's all i do it's like okay that's I'll, all it is. I'll tell you what you pray to your god this is this god it's like kind of the first time we've seen pavel do this um and all of a sudden the wind picks up and you almost feel it like like lift under the wings and like push all of a sudden behind and it almost seems like it starts to accelerate and move even faster in the direction that these orbs are carrying the the plane almost like it's assisting it in moving faster in its journey oh and i will say thank you thank <laughs> you go faster go you know i would try to see if i can beseech them like if it if, if speed is helping us i will try to get the piles to see if they can like sure you know turn the things to 11 or whatever faster pussycat kill kill that's what you shout from the back <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Now it's the, to, yeah, still guiding yeah, it, but your god Leo. seems to be like working in tandem with these orbs, from yes. what you can tell. I will turn to Leo at that point and I'll say, "I have invoked the, the the god bottom of the winds, and they seem to want us to go with these orbs. Perhaps I was, I was too quick to, to subscribe. Danger to them. Perhaps they are guiding us somewhere. Without a doubt, it is possible." I am more interested in this god that you say you invoke. Is this some sort of form of uh, greater human subconscious, a, a funneling and of psychic power manifesting as a subconscious force? You know, little column A, little column B, perhaps. I don't, I'm not, I, I don't presume to know. But perhaps can you extend your telepathy and see if there is another consciousness here at work, whether it be oh, Borum itself or some alien likes like intentions around us. What uh, what is their motivation for this? Why are they doing this? I can attempt to read the mind. I will filter out all of the minds that I know are currently present within the plane and see if I can reach a consciousness outside of the plane. However, yes. I have never attempted anything quite like this before. It may be beyond my abilities. What do you think, Matt? Yeah. What you want, so what do you, what do you want to go for ultimately? What's the game plan here? To see if I can telepathically reach a consciousness that is not one of, you know, the... Seven people on the plane. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I'll and tell the range. The yeah. range on it's not that. Let me double check. So I mean, I could spend a momentum to make it long range. Yeah, you're not gonna reach anything. Or I could spend the three momentum we have to make it anywhere on the planet Earth. <laughs> you could do that or you just look out the window as the fog begins to clear uh, better <laughs> and as it does so the orbs are still on either wingtip the other one's still in the nose but the, the 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 fog starts to clear and the first thing you notice is it's nighttime you should have been at your destination like mid-afternoon at the latest it is night it's black outside and you were surrounded by mountains. Like you're nowhere near Delhi, nowhere near your destination. Um, you're you're flying over a seamlessly 
endless array of mountains and featureless plains. And as the, the plane gets guided over top of the peak of one of these mountains, the orbs start to like, they move a little bit out of sight at first, and you can feel the plane start to slowly descend down into these mountains somewhere. You can't see too well, like there is moonlight, it's a full moon. So you're looking outside, you're trying to catch glimpses of whatever you can, but you can't make out a lot. But you can definitely feel that you're now descending. The plane is going down. And it goes down and down and down. It seems almost like it's going on forever. But as you get closer and to the ground, you see that there's lush, fertile valley below with rivers glistening with water in the moonlight. There's trees and grass, well-tended fields that look remarkably smooth in this valley of these mountains. And all of a sudden, the orbs touch you down on the ground with a surprisingly soft landing. And after you come down on the ground, there's not even a thud. It's almost like you're just down, placed down gently. They fly up in the air to just disappear into the night sky. Well, we can certainly leave the plane more safely now. Perhaps we should go explore and see who it was that escorted us here and just where, in fact, we are. Ah. Even though we may be a little early for this, perhaps we should follow the yellow brick road, should it be present. <laughs> we are not in I... Kansas anymore. <laughs> I don't... The... Leo, I'm sorry, there is no road out there. It is like fields and... Some some fragment of some super consciousness thought uh, entered my mind there briefly. Perhaps someone is somewhere oh. sitting writing something, I do not know. Oh, oh, okay. As he turns around, uh, uh, Sergeant Morris, are you uh, are you okay? You you. I'm. <laughs> we have um. It's crazy. We've got a layover in some random place. Uh, where should we go? Take a look. Are you ready? Are you okay? <laughs> Yeah. The captains right. are trying to crack the door open on the plane there. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Let, let us just sit. Go. You, you, yeah, good job with landing. We we will take care of this part. <laughs> they look kind of over. The stewardess, like, translates to them because she understands. Like, what, the, perhaps, perhaps you wait here and and, and uh, check your instruments. See if uh, repairs need to be affected. We will see if we could find help. How about that? Yes, you know more about planes than we do. Uh, sure, she relays that, and uh, she kind of they say something, and she said, "But they want to get outside to see if there's anything wrong with the plane." All right, let us just do a quick onesie, really quick, just one second, you know. Uh, Ruby, Sergeant Morris. So, like, um, Ruby doesn't wake up until she hears the the pilots like trying to open the door, right? Because I'm sure, yeah, you slept through this whole thing. <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming because like the engines are going, it's pretty loud. It wasn't until it was like quiet that uh, kind of woke up and be like, oh. so um. Yeah, that was a pretty that was a pretty nice flight, hey. 
This is great. All right. So, right. who wants to go check out Delhi? I'm I'm famished. Hello. It's beautiful here. Oh, excellent. All yes. right. So, uh, We're yeah. not exactly in Delhi. Uh, We're in the movie. suburbs. Oh. We are, um, Leo thinks we are. Uh, uh, he, we, he has eliminated Kansas, but other than that, we are not sure where we are. Kansas? Oh my God, Leo! I'm sure, I'm sure you're not correct with that. Kansas is is way far away. No, I was, I was hearing echoes of someone named Baum in my mind. Something just uh, touched on it. I do not know. Fair, fair. I was attempting to reach out across the entire globe of the planet using my telepathic abilities, and there were some other thoughts filtering around. Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah, if you look out the window, either of you, you see there's like grass, a meadow, there's water outside, and then you notice there's a little old man wearing a red robe, kind of like hunched over. He's got some like white wisps of hair, and he's like standing, looking at the door, Standing there, almost like he's waiting, and he's got his tongue stuck out. Just looking at the door, waiting, with his tongue out. That must be our contact, right? It what would does... seem that way. If, I'll find out. If anybody wants, you can make me an Insight Academia roll. Hey. Or insight Observation. Instinct. I'll do that Insight Academia. One success. So... Inside Academia, you've heard of this before. This is a common greeting um, in Tibet. Um, it is to show that the person is neither a devil who would wear a person's skin as a guise, nor a follower of Bon who allegedly have black tongues. So this is like a welcoming sight. He's showing you, I'm not evil. I'm not a devil, and I'm not, and I'm not a black magic user. And he's just sitting there with his tongue out waiting, just waiting for the door to open. But it's this is a a a, a positive, welcoming um, way to greet people. Everyone, perhaps when we open the door, stick your tongue out at this small old man and we shall see what is going on. Ooh, you really, the world is full of silly things, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's open the door and see what yeah, the guy's yeah, got to say. You open the door and he sits there and you he he shows you his tongue and he looks excited when he sees Paul. Like he said, he's hunched over. He looks really old, red robe like a like a Tibetan monk sort of robe. And um, yeah, he 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 sits there and he sees all of your tongues and then he he motions for you to come forward. We follow. Sure, you guys are playing. And he he hobbles over. He's got like a a big walking stick that he uses as he walks over. It looks like it's uh, carved out of bone with almost like an eagle carved into the the end of it. And he wanders over to you and he goes, Tashi Dalek, I am Sering Lama. And he greets you in your native tongue. And he does so to each person in their native tongue, going down the line, shaking their hands, grasping their hands and welcoming you. Um, as he does so. The people of Garada, I welcome you to my humble home. No doubt you are tired and bewildered. Now you follow me to my residence and I will give you food and shelter for the night and I will get you caught up on everything in the morning. Excellent. 
Also, the two pilots and the flight attendant stored this on the plane. What should we do? Tell them to do. They, my my new friend. They can come as well. They're welcome too. You're all welcome to come back to my my residence. We will look. I will look after you. Yo, it is very kind of you. Was are we to presume that you're the one who was responsible for our safe landing? Yes, yes, my friends looked after you and got you here. It's very important, it's very dire with the situation going on right now in the world, but we can discuss that more in the morning. I need you, I brought you here. I see. Rubio go to Sergeant Morse. Oh, is is he friends with the pilots then? Maybe. I I thought we were going to India, but maybe we're like at the North Pole or something. Is this Santa Claus? How long did I sleep for? Where do we go? I don't know. I'm really drunk. Uh, Sergeant Morris, Lieutenant McKay, we shall, we shall get you up to speed, as they say, uh, when we get settled. Sounds it good. was a very eventful flight that you missed. I see. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take your arm, Sergeant Morris. Help you stumble across the pathway. Somebody poke me in the face? <laughs> uh, no, there's nothing written. I am so sorry for the American in the American light. Uh, they are American light. American light. not used to international travel and everything. Oh, God. He's, it's it's oh all right. God. It's all right. I have not had visitors here for a long time. And I have been here for a very, very, very long time. He's, he's walking and speaking with you. I have lived a long life, and I don't, I can't even recall how long I've been here or how long I've been alive. We greatly appreciate your hospitality. Yes. Oh, no. Like I said, I, I need you. I need you. I've brought you here. It's the least I can do is feed you and keep you warm before I, I send you on. Oh, I, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow. You're home in danger no your home the world i fear my time is not long on this world much longer unfortunately but there's great evil afoot and i need your help to stop it well we would be grateful for your assistance for, uh for our assistance with you oh as you're talking he, he kind of looks past and he sees the shield on jonathan's back and he Kind of pushes past you and walks back towards it, and he touches it. Ah, I see you've already found the Paladion. Yeah, this thing was cool. Oh, this this was instrumental in the destruction of my home. Where did you find it? Oh, uh, sorry. There's this place, like you had to put your hand in a thing. And it would probably bite it off if you were a snake. It's a long story. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm happy it's fallen into the hands of a good man and not to those <laughs> <laughs> not those who are evil. Those who would look yeah. to cause damage and rash, cruel, carelessness and destroy the world. You are nope. you are good you <laughs> you may do strange things, but at heart you're a good man. Jonathan Morris. 
Yeah. He keeps walking. That is just the first piece, and we cannot allow the other pieces to fall in the hands of evil. And that is where I need your help. You have already started on this journey, and I will lead you in the right direction for the rest of it. Um, um I think I think we might actually have another piece. And Ruby will go into her bag and, and pull out the the sun. We we found we found this in Egypt. Just he looks. I'm, he takes it. And he he touches it. He puts his hands right away, his fingertips in the back. He's, I have not seen this in a long time. Both these pieces, both these pieces, I have not seen them since the destruction of my poor Atlantis when I fled it. When these were instruments in its destruction. Pardon me, sir. Did you just... Pardon, did you... Pablo will put her, like a greeting in Atlantean because he knows the <laughs> language, but he's never he's never yes. spoken it. Right. It's always been Text? just purely Yeah, it's just like so he will just like for the first time ever, like somebody else has messed around with this fictitious language that he has consumed in his travels. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, it's it. real. It's not French. <laughs> what is this for i'm so tired of hearing about this french like it is the most ridiculous thing like okay we get it it's a, we made something up big jeez so you say like hello or greetings or something in 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 atlantean and you see the corner of his mouth just kind of go into a little smile and he shakes his hand he goes, i have not heard my language spoken in a long 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 time oh oh Pavel will get like a huge grin on his face <laughs> and we'll look at leo huge grin on his face look back at this guy like a little kid very excited you must tell me everything about your homeland i have I've, oh this is i have so many questions that we'll talk about in a few weeks but i have so many questions <laughs> he walks over he puts his arm around you said oh no tomorrow 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 what? i have lived a long life but i feel it is coming to an end I have been waiting for you all to arrive, and I feel my days are numbered now that you have made your way here. You must set forth on a path to protect the world and prevent its consumption from the fires of war. That, that is our aim? Yes? Yes. Yes. Our... our... Our intentions align. This, uh, this is, uh, I, I would say it is fate if it was not for your intervention that brought us here. Yes, yes, yes. This, this was part of your fate. You were meant to be here. You're all meant to be here. You're meant to meet one another. All the events that brought you here were meant to happen, and you were meant to save the world. So what happened to my home doesn't happen to the rest of this world. There's much evil. When I wandered it looking for this place, I met many an evil man. And I finally settled here where it was nice and peaceful. Where, where is here? Where are Rada? Hidden away in the Himalayan mountains. Don't worry. You'll be okay. Now come, come, come back to my residence. It's late. You must sleep and I will feed you and we will learn more tomorrow. You have work ahead of you. you. 
We appreciate your hospitality. The best. Leo's just stunned into silence. He's just following along next to this guy, just completely yeah. shocked. Pablo's like, Dude, come here, come here. I, 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 I need to tell you, I love you. <laughs> You're still drunk. Uh, uh, you, Americans. Uh, everybody make me an insight survival test. Just one difficulty. Insight survival. Full success. Yeah, give yourselves momentum for all your extra successes to carry over to the next session. But looking up in the sky, you try to like get a bearing of where you are. The constellations don't seem to be there. If they are there, they're not in the right place for the longitude and longitude of where you assume you are in the world. Like nothing seems right in the night sky if you're trying to like figure out north, south, and guide yourself by the stars right now. But I don't think we want to create a complication here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, two threat. Yeah, now you don't want a complication here in Shangri-La or wherever you are. Uh, why don't we leave off there? I think that's a good place as you're being led back to his his residence, his house, whatever, whatever he lives in. So uh, you guys get in advance because we finished a chapter. You also get all of your fortune back. And uh, so we will not be playing next week. I am away, unfortunately, but we will be back the following Thursday. We're picking up with Actun Cthulhu and being guided through a valley by an Atlantean. So nice. let's do the round table. Uh, Jeff, what do you got going on? Yeah, twitch.tv slash the lollygaggers tomorrow. You can catch Aaron and I uh, as we're playing through Hunter the Reckoning, continuing our, our chronicle tomorrow uh, night. Uh, Saturday, uh, One Ring Second Edition is uh, we have a Waking of Angmar campaign. I think it's like episode thirty. We've been playing it for for several months now. And Monday, you can catch Jeremy and I as we are back to Holler for Savage Worlds. Very good, Megan. What do you, what have you been up to? Have you played any games since we saw you last? Uh, no, I've been I've been traveling around uh, uh, the rural parts of the world where I live, um, going to medieval fairs. Oh, cool. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That is fun. Uh, Aaron, what do you got going on gaming-wise? Let's see. Tomorrow on Garblag Games at 1 p.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time, we'll be finishing up Josh's run of Blades in the Dark. And then the following week, Jeff and I will be starting another campaign of Blades in the Dark, where I'll be running it. Uh, on Monday, I believe, uh, on Garblag, that's going to be City of Mists. Tuesday, I think we're back to Coriolis. Wednesday, uh, it'll be a little uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, Once Upon a Time in the Old World again. And then uh, Thursday, I do not know what's going on during the day. And obviously, we will not be here Thursday night. Correct. Um, I really wish I could play in your Blades and Dark game. Me too. Me too. Jeremy, tell me about this Patreon. Aaron, we said Patreon. You've got comics, art, RPG assets. It's a good time. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you to Modifius for hosting us and drop April for dropping by. And um, as always, it's been a pleasure. I'm really enjoying this campaign, this game. This group is awesome. We had some amazing cinematic moments at the beginning of it. And we're just going to, we're going to keep plugging our way through this campaign till we're done. So we'll see you guys all in two weeks, two Thursdays from now. We'll be back. Have a great week, everybody.